Hey, America. Start, start, start listening, listening now. now. All right. Uh, Eric, uh, what episode is it? Let uh, this is this is episode 199, Danny. So this isn't episode 200. No, no, not quite. Almost. All right. What's the point then? Derek, just roll the music. And welcome to another completely unnecessary episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country with beautiful bean footage. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. No, these are, you're right. It is another completely unnecessary episode of our podcast. Podcast. Uh, Turn off your radios now. Uh, Shut down Apple Music. Go outside. I don't know. I mean, it's cold out there. I don't want yes, to says, everyone, says everyone else for us it was 50 degrees today it's beautiful it, out there that is weird i mean for, for just for reference people who know anything about minnesota weather 50 degrees fahrenheit in late That's january weather. should April not weather, be happening maybe. yeah it is unseasonably warm it's going to be that way all week in minnesota it's and it's wild we, we, we don't know what to do out there who booked cheap wedding venues for late january you guys are winning right now you mm-hmm. rolled the dice love it mm-hmm Really happy for you guys. Yep. And woe be you if you pre-booked and pre-paid for a snowplow contract this year because you just <laughs> you are just throwing your cash away. Yeah. Poor sods. Speaking of, speaking of contracts, Sam, hit him with the socials. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, because yeah, they're required know. to follow us. They're required to subscribe. You're not, but we'd love to have you anyway. And you can find us on all the standard social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Threads, Blue Sky, Instagram, etc., YouTube. Just find us at 12points USA, or you can also email us directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. You can also find our merchandise over on our Redbubble page, or you can support us directly through a monthly donation on Patreon. And whether you support us financially or not, we adore you, we love you, we are grateful to you either way, but Patreon supporters do get exclusive content and early access to our episodes. It's also just another way to get in touch with us. We do see your comments. We really do appreciate it. You may also be listening to us right now via our friends over at Switch Radio Europe Calling. Uh, If you are, that's awesome. If not, check them out. They've got great content all week long. You can find that at linktr.ee slash Switch Radio UK and just click on the little button that says Switch Radio Europe Calling. Ah, So um, I just wanted to kind of toss back to a really important topic uh, that we touched on last week. Eric's got a new kitty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We we asked some of our our listeners, our friends, what are some Eurovision names that you would give for a cat? Like what's, Eric, what what have been some of the standouts? Well, we, we talked about a few in our last show cross promotion uh but we we've the suggestions have continued to come in uh and and so there are some that i don't know that we got to before um our buddy esc heb thank you for contributing a whole bunch of these had a few good suggestions such as conchita purst uh meow grit perger cleocatra in cat sano Ooh, by Whoa. by concracta con, uh, concata con, 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 cat, 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 we're we're still we're still working on that we yeah, got yeah. uh let's cool. see we're going we're uh, on yeah uh, ali says meonica liu Oh, it's pretty good. But I, I, I think I think a friend of the show, Ben Robertson, might might have won uh, with mm-hmm. Winnie Purr. Yes. Winnie Purr. Winnie, Winnie Purr. Purr. You don't want to give any additional consideration to Jamiaula. 
Well, now that you mention it, maybe. <laughs> uh, it, to to be clear, we we have decided to stick with the the name that she was given by. Uh, other friend of the show, the Bitty Kitty Brigade, which is a local Minnesota thing, uh, cat cat shelter that does really incredible work. Uh, and that name is drumroll. If you remember from before, it's Jello. Uh, she has a pretty pronounced case of cerebellar hyperplasia, which means she's really wobbly, uh, and so she she just wobbles around like a big thing of Jello. Uh, if 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 I can make a very um, uh, American joke, really quick, is that. When has that stopped you before? Yeah, we're allowed three per hour. It's not a Bill Cosby joke, is it? No, 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 no. Uh, I was thinking we could call her Larry Craig uh, because of her wide stance. Oh, that's right. Excellent. That's right. All of you who are uh, perfectly abreast of American political scandals of the 2000s, have fun mm-hmm. with that one. Yeah. You guys love it. You guys love yeah. it. Yeah, we, we we haven't. Uh, Liz and I have occasionally <laughs> talked about about setting up like an like a you know how people get make instagrams for their cats and stuff and we thought if we did that we would call it moves like jello oh uh because she's got the moves like jello you can't do instagram eric you gotta be don't even do tiktok just uh do snapchat do it on snapchat snapchat (laughs) send out everyone i i don't videos i don't think i'm gonna go snapchat i think i'm gonna do snapchat no i don't think Mm. so but but we chat do whatsapp It's not GeoBlock. Oh, I suppose. It's important to get global coverage with all of your cat videos. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Jello. Everyone, will 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 there be occasional Jello posting on Uh, Instagram? I don't know. Maybe. Do it. Probably. There will. This is this is a podcast that really appreciates our our feline friends. You know, all all Mm -hmm. of our all of our our pets, dogs, cats, whatever. We've never done like an intro post to meet all of the cats from Twelve Cats from America. That that. We should just we can do that. We should we can. We'll set that up. Stay stay tuned for that. You in the future listening to this. It's five cats from America. Yeah, I mean Danny's got two of them. Everybody else got one, and they're gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of callbacks to last week, we did get some more uh, recommended uh, favorite non qualifying songs of of the last uh, last couple of years. Um mostly sent to us by friends over on our Patreon. But again, we appreciate any comment la- uh, launched at us uh, in general. Our friend Shoegazer Minnesota or Shoegazer MN um, mentions walking out uh, Halo. And uh, they say, yes, I am aware that the lives sucked. Go argue with your grandma. I will. Also I ca- will. <laughs> also calling out Amnesia, Maps, Telemovish. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to know I'm not the only one. I have uh, to agree. Uh, Shoegazer, you and I are on the same page. I was going to mention Halo on the program, but I did that. we're strapped for time. There's only so many things that we could mention, but Halo was top three for yeah. me. In rest studio. in peace, Pia Love. Maria, as always. Yeah, rest oh, in peace, gosh. Pia Maria's lungs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yayan also mentioned Burning Daylight. Um, Aya, Dance, uh, so our own party, Barbara Malta. Uh, Ella, mm-hmm. That's Rich with Monty. Tain is an honorable Ella. mention. Yeah, Ella um, was great in studio too. Uh, Andrew mentioned TikTok circles on a Sunday. Uh, another one for Telemovesh, and couldn't quite decide if he was going for uh, Aya or Power or Power. 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 Jacob. Jacob with the yeah, absolute. Not afraid of the hate. Saying disco. Yeah, TikTok, another one for dance, Polly Shay, which I don't think we really mentioned at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's a Uh, a good choice. For good reason. (laughs) Uh, Another one for Aya with honorable mentions towards guilty pleasure, tell me more. Hell yeah, another tell me more, Stan. Hell (laughs) yeah. yeah. Uh, Maps, that's rich in another telemovish. But uh, our dear friend Ross 
Piff Paff blog himself uh, messaged me personally and says, <laughs> Sam, I'm furious. So many songs you discounted on the basis of a poor live performance, which is entirely fair enough. But Achille Lauro gives the greatest three minute performance of all time. And his name literally isn't mentioned on your show. Just grinding on a velvet bucking bronco mean nothing to you people it is a performance that will live in the annals of eurovision forever it truly is he has his own immortalized exhibit in the eurovision museum i'm sure he has a wing an entire mm -hmm. wing <laughs> the achille lauro memorial wing he, he mentions uh, giving the greatest three minute performance of all time uh, when was that <laughs> <laughs> all right rehearsal uh, two uh, yeah. Oh, put, put, oh, put I, oh I was okay. gonna say, put Cornelia yeah. Jacobs on yeah, a uh, on a bucking bronco, okay. and then we'll then we'll see. Buck me closer. Anyway, the the um, <laughs> oh, he said buck, uh, this, buck, buck with a B, with a B. Yes, uh, it, radio, we love you, radio, radio, radio. Sad salvation. Anyway, the, the the this is it is an all timer. I will give it that. Uh, I I just I can't put it as an all timer in terms of things I like. In terms that's, of things I like, yes, yes, sir. that's Pip the problem. Off, uh, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I'm I'm glad you're very comfortable uh, with having uh, the most wrong opinion on this week's broadcast. Uh, very very glad, very glad oh, that you man. took a very glad you took the the arrow for us. <laughs> we love you, Ross. You know that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So now we have actual, actual news, actual updates. Uh, we knew that a decision on this was going to be coming down the pipeline this past week, but it is official. Eurovision 2024 will be officially sans Romania. Yeah, we knew. We, knew. we, we kind we of were bracing ourselves for impact. I was, of all things I was that were unconfirmed. I don't know. No, of all things that were unconfirmed, this was basically it. You know, there's, there was no way they were coming back. I mean, supposedly they had a vote with their board of directors and five votes were in favor of joining. Four were mm -hmm. against joining, but like five Wait, abstained, then... five abstained, which I guess it wasn't enough. Oh, that's not quorum. Yeah. Oh. It's not a quorum. So it has to be a majority of everyone, not just the people who voted. I mean, I guess I'm not really up to speed with the sort of, you know, the why parliamentary of... procedure. <laughs> why not? You had one job. Ugh, man, I've got, uh, I've got like three jobs, man. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's too bad. Yeah, it is, it is. But, you know, if they need a year to kind of regroup, uh, who knows? If they need to save up their cash, who knows? They've they've been away from Eurovision in the past and have come back. Um, and honestly, mm -hmm. if they need to kind of retool their system after uh, after Theodore Andre's experience last year, then uh, I think it was a system that needed retooling. Better to take a break than to subject another artist to that, you know, being pushed out of the swallow's nest. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully we will see them back in fighting form with a sustainable method of supporting their artists in the future. I think we can all raise a glass to that, I guess. I think we can all. Yeah. Romania has been fantastic in the past, lest we forget, you know. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they can Amnesia. Come back <laughs> if, if if our listeners have anything to say about amnesia. it, amnesia, <laughs> yodel it. Uh, oh, I, no, yes, no, I, yes, no. I unironically still enjoy yodel it. Oh, I, God, why are we? The year before I started watching Eurovision, and let me tell you, I am glad that I didn't come in a year earlier. Why? Because you would have walked into my Eurovision party 
seen Yodelit on my screen and then walked back out and I never would have seen you again. <laughs> nah, I would have paused to get a chip with dip and then I then I would have left. And go, then it's straight to church. Just taking it to my uh, car. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's so it's so ridiculous. It, mm. it, it's it's one of the ones to for me that like and oh god, we could do a whole show about this. But like the things Gosh. that go past that go past bad and then back into good again. Oh, our our truly guiltiest of pleasures. Well, mm. yeah. Unfortunately, episode two hundred is sort of being reserved for our uh, actual pleasures that we like the most. Uh, so like Choco Mill. It'll it'll have to <laughs> oh, Prince Choco Prince in the in the far future in the far future perhaps. Yeah. Uh, also- I will say. I was also going to say that um, our episode 200 is also kind of being reserved partially as a mailbag episode. So you listening at home, wherever you are, again, send us a message. If you have a question for us, either about Eurovision, about our experiences, about us, or just something really stupid. And again, we love stupid questions. We adore stupid questions. Feel free to launch them at us and, and we'll we'll keep them ready for, for our yes, next episode. If, if you so. want to get dragged by me on the show, then feel free to at me on Twitter. Um, He's I'm not on, on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> 12, points, 12 points USA. Just say, hey, this is for Danny. I loved Yodel It or whatever. And I'll make See, sure I'm... he gets the message. Twitter poll closes in two weeks. Yodel yeah. It up or down. All right. Um, what's next on our docket here? Well... Romania being out is a handy enough segue into uh, what's happening in Iceland, I suppose. So I to know. address the big uh, the big Nordic elephant in the room, I suppose, Iceland is uh, considering, surely you've heard about this, Iceland is considering withdrawing from the from Eurovision this year and sort of encouraging other countries to do as well over the conflict in Israel currently. They're keeping their national final. They're... Uh, so so that's going to progress as usual, but they are considering just having that national final go through, but then just not participating in Eurovision. Yeah, it's it's going to be up to the winner of Song of Kepnin, basically, mm-hmm. if if they if they want to go or not. And they have said that they will support the artist in whatever that uh, that decision may be. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I mean, again, this is very much a developing story. We don't want to harp too much on it. I uh, don't want to editorialize too much on it. You know, it's just kind of what the facts are. They've they've released their potential songs and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, their national final, whether it's a national final for Eurovision or just a national final for them, that's going to be in a couple of weeks from now. Um, you know, this isn't the first time that we've had a national final happen for a country that either doesn't participate at Eurovision, doesn't go to Eurovision. Um, you know, my brain goes to when Hungary decided to withdraw from Eurovision. They still kept on with Adal and actually had some great music coming out of that. So it's whether we see an Icelandic delegation in Malmo or not, we still get the music. We still sure you know, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of familiar names on the list of Iceland. They released their songs this uh, this past week. Uh, one of whom is the potential return of Hera Bjork, uh, Je ne sais quoi, if you remember that one from 2010. Um, she was fantastic. Also a winner of the... Vina del Mar Festival in Chile a couple of years ago. Like, I love it when that crossover happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will always be a Vini del Mar What do you Festival mean you stand? love it when that happens? That very, oh, you know, once in a blue moon, there'll be a Chile, a Chile-Iceland combo. Well, I mean, like, whenever Vini, the Vina del Mar Festival, which has been going on for decades and decades and decades, every once in a while, because they have, like, an international component, 
Mm-hmm. There will be a non-Latin American nation that takes part. Like Vanilla Ninja from Estonia took part. Um, <laughs> you know, like it, There have been, I think, artists from Greece and, and Spain. A lot of Spanish artists have come through. So, yeah, every once in a while, you see some crossover. And Hera Bjork has won one Vini Del Mar. So I will always love her forever for that. Anyway, uh, one of the other names on the list of singers for Song of the this year is Bashar Murad. Um Many of you might remember Bashar from his previous uh, collaboration with Hatri. He is a Palestinian artist. Um, actually, he's got some really great music. And it looks like his song, uh, uh, which translates as Wild West, because they do an English and an Icelandic version, uh, is actually co-written by Bashar himself, as well as Einar Stefansson uh, from Hatri. He's the hammer guy, right? He's the hammer guy. Yeah. The, yeah. the Mr. Hammer Gimp. Yes. Yes. So yeah, we will, we will see what happens from there. Uh, again, the semifinals are going to be happening on 17th of February, the 24th of February. Uh, and a final, uh, is scheduled for March 2nd and we will see what happens from there. Um, but yeah, it's still very much a, a story in progress. Anyway, coming up this week, by the time that you hear this show, the allocation draw will have happened. You know, that magical, wonderful ceremony where they put a whole bunch of countries into a whole bunch of bowls and they pull out the bowls and they figure out which semifinal and which half is which semifinal. And it means everybody's. absolutely nothing, but it sure does provide fodder for little old podcasts like us. But it does kind of mean a little <laughs> something. I mean, we get to know if, you know, countries are going to be able yeah. to potentially vote for each other. How just how unbroken up the Scandinavian bloc will be? Well, it's it's interesting because this year it's you know Sweden of course is taking part in the uh-huh. in you know they just go to the final. So the the pot that contains most of the Nordics it's the Nordics plus Estonia plus Australia. Love them I obviously, love and yeah, it's also it. you know <laughs> it's also an interesting kind of point of reference from the uh, point of view of the delegations because they need to know when they got to get to the delegate uh, to the to the whole rehearsals like if there's a delegation that might be you know hard up on cash and sweden's on a cheap country if they are drawn in the second half of the second semifinal, they don't have to come in for like three more days until you know after the folks are in the first half of the first semifinal. and there's also the negative if they're drawn second half of the second semi and they qualify and if they are drawn to participate in the first half of the final obviously they can't party as much this is important stuff they need to think about Mm -hmm. i'm excited to see if greece and cyprus will get to be friends if we're allowing that this year i was gonna say is this a diplomacy wish of yours (laughs) i don't actually care it's (laughs) when whenever they do the allocation draw that's tends to be the first thing i check honestly, is, okay, did Greece and Cyprus end up in the same semi? Because it's a big thing for both of them if they are uh-huh. in, in terms of, like, qualification. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, well, there's our first 12 points sorted. We can, uh, you know, we only need so many more to uh, to get through. And the, the well, current... At this point- yeah. At this point, booing the two of them isn't even about regionalism or anything. It's just fun audience participation. It's tradition. You know? yeah. Yeah, it's like yelling spoons at the room. It's like that. Yeah. And it's also, you know, now that we don't have Romania in it, you know, Moldova is just, you know, there goes their 12 from that. They're just hanging out. Oh. Oh, they have friends. They have friends. In they have life. plenty of friends. Moldova doesn't yeah. struggle that much. Moldova. They are good. Hey, ho, let's go. I think the possibly the loudest moment in the press center during the final in Liverpool was when the jury for it would have been the jury for Greece because Greece didn't make the final. 
right? Correct. They, uh, yeah. And when they only gave, when their jury only gave Cyprus like four points, Ooh. like the room <laughs> went crazy because uh, it was more surprising than anything else that happened during that uh, <laughs> during that <laughs> during that sequence. If we're being honest, uh, it's a, are you an... suggesting this impropriety among the juries? No. Benidorm semifinals start uh, <laughs> start this week too. Uh, we'll have a lot of those uh, already done and dusted by the time this show is a show. Yeah, their their semifinals are coming up on the thirtieth, which is you know mm-hmm. as we're recording this tomorrow. Justin, um, yep, yep, and then also hours. February first, but their final is scheduled for the third. Um, Malta's week-long national final is also ending on the 3rd. They're going to have like a week's-long worth of programming, uh, all sorts of performances and videos and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know if that's like Malta trying to turn their national final into a San Remo, but we will see. But that's that's finishing on the 3rd. Ukraine is ha- ending on the 3rd. Norway's grand final is also on the 3rd. Seriously, like, get your get your screens wow. all super, ready now. Pop your popcorn. Super Saturday. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Uh, speaking of Norway... There's a bit of a hubbub over in the Norwegian national final. Yeah, in Norway. Who? So one of the front runners, you know, not to predict anything, but one of the front runners that's gotten a lot of attention is this song um, uh, "Ulvehamen" by Gata, and it looks like the lyrics of their song. It has been discovered that they are too similar to a medieval era ballad, so they are gonna have to pull a go a. Yeah, this is exactly what happened to Shum, basically. Oh, sure. Except, sure. except Shum didn't have to do their crap uh, until, well, Shum also didn't win a national final. Right. Because uh, it mm-hmm. didn't have to, uh, yeah. because it was 2021. But Shum, it wasn't a situation where like, oh, yeah, you need to change the lyrics within the next week and and make sure everything's all set. Uh, whereas it seems to me, at least, that like you can acknowledge that this is an issue and and not force them to have to change gears lyrically and in terms of performance uh, between your semifinal and your final. Mm. That seems a little bit that bit weird to me. And I'm not saying, as some have said, that that uh, this is this is uh, NRK being weird and wanting Kano to win and trying to trying to disadvantageize no like no this is not we're not doing that and also uh kano is opening the final which uh, sucks for them and and kind of dispels that anyway i feel mm. like i want to talk for a second though about running orders in norway please do <laughs> yeah <laughs> they love it when i talk running orders the the uh <laughs> so we had three we had three uh semifinals in norway six songs apiece Slots four, five, and six in those semifinals had a 100% qualification rate. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Which means that slots one, two, and three had a 0% qualification rate. And I understand that these things are set up in such a way where like there's an ebb and flow and things like that. And you do want to put some of the bigger ones towards the end so people stay tuned in. I get that. But this is that to like... Uh, an unfortunately extreme degree i feel like like i i didn't bother checking in with with the third semifinal because it just seemed like well okay i know who's going four five and six those are the ones that are going to be through there's no reason to tune in and that's the opposite of what you want so norway i don't know i 
you, you should have mixed it up just a little bit, I guess, is mm. all I'm saying. Mm. Uh, because that <laughs> that that level of predictability is is kind of crappy, mm. I think. Ah, well. Well, we shall yeah. see what happens. Uh, it should be noted that the last song in the running order for the final is Super Rob and Erica Norwich's My AI. So, uh, God help us. Oh, I you don't like that, that one? My Al. I don't know. My Al. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can call my Al, my superhero <laughs> Al. I, you know, a, a lot of those, a lot of those, like my favorite national final song countdown things mm-hmm. that that I like to I like to watch just to kind of get a feel for the for the the sentiment like, out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. People, put your fingers on the pulse of the universe. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, uh, Sam. I, I I know this is not your opinion. Uh, people really love this song. <laughs> <laughs> people really like the robot song. Uh, I, I think the sentiment has gone down a bit since seeing it performed live because it was a little bit uh, not great uh, live, but people do really like it. I, I don't know that it's going to win, but I think it might win. And uh, then we get to hear Sam talk about that for the next couple of months. So <laughs> you win some, unlikely, you lose some. But, I mean, right down to the famous Ulvehem. Yeah. yeah. So by a pretty, by, by a pretty margin. good margin, people, yeah. people seem to think people seem to really think it's that. And I it's so good. It's it's really cool. Uh, that would be really fun on a gigantic stage. Oh yeah, uh, for for sure. So I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We uh, what see. else? We what else we got coming up? We got uh, oh, San Remo. San Remo's coming soon, and uh, we already knew that the that the lineup was super sick, sick AF. Uh, now we also know what some of the duets are going to be like. Mm. And oh my God, San Remo, you you've outdone yourself. <laughs> uh, am I really going to have to tune into this whole stupid show? Yes, you all, are. All 25 hours or whatever it ends up being. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I probably am. Yeah. I mean, just have it on in the background. I mean, fortunately, Rai is kind enough to to make their stream available globally. Uh, I absolutely will be tuning in. <laughs> so these duets, uh, Sam, I, I, I sent you uh, a link or not even a link, just an image of one of them. Yep. And uh, of uh, Annalisa performing with uh, La Representante de Lista doing oh, a cover of Sweet Dreams are uh, made of this by the Eurythmics. It's going to be so good. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> that's that's there are so many there are so many good things on here, though. Uh, so many cool combinations. Uh, somebody's doing a, a medley with uh, Francesco Gabbani. Uh, that will include a new performance of Occidentalis Karma, which is something I kind of never thought we'd see again. How pleased he'll be! Uh, oh, I yeah. think he's had a couple years to to fall back in love. I with was going to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, do, any of you remember the the British band Skunk Anansi? Yes. Uh, no. So so this was a, a, a like surprisingly political rock band fronted by a queer black woman in the but back in the 90s yep. when this was a lot less common uh that the the vocalist skin uh from skunk Anansi is performing in one of these duets as well Ooh. uh which is super exciting oh god what else we got there are so many good ones i don't even know where to isn't eiffel 65 showing up for some eiffel reason? 65 is in one of them yep wow. uh they're well they're italian Right? They are Italian. They are Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, like they, they tr- there's not no reason for it, but I know. I'm yes. just, I, it's just, it's just how you know how they've risen so much after having a really terrible song in the San Marinese National Final a year ago. That wasn't just oh. a terrible song. That was a war crime. Movie star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
Straight to the Hague. Yeah. Uh, Daj and D'Amico uh, and the Babel Nova Orchestra are going to do a tribute to Ennio Morricone, Ooh. Uh, which is which is pretty oh, there cool. We go. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fred De Palma is is doing is performing with Eiffel sixty five, performing a medley of Eiffel sixty five's greatest hits. Uh, so blue, I, uh, <laughs> I think. Um, let's see. We've uh, Il Volo is going to be doing Queens Who Wants to Live Forever with a singer named Steph Burns. Uh, Il Trey is going to have Fabrizio Moro. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, oh, and um, this notes it doesn't say which song with this title it is, but it says that Santi Francesi and Skin from Skanganansi are doing a song called Hallelujah. Hmm. Yes. Could go in a, a number of, of uh, different directions there. Uh, Manini is performing Non Mi Avete Fado Diente with Ermal Meta. Uh... Like, like there's, there is a lot going on here. Uh, that that is going to be such an amazing amazing show my yeah. goodness i i love Ugh. covers night i mean like the, the generally the format of san remo is such that you know you get the full range of songs over the first night or two and after like by night three or four you get exhausted yep. like you're hearing the same songs over they're brand new and they're great but it's like okay something different but it's really a celebration of italian music of italian pop culture one of my favorites of these that they did a couple years ago i want to say this was 2022 they had emma marrone and Francesca Michelin, both of whom have represented Italy at Eurovision. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doing the cover yes, yes. of Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. Oh, legend. It was Legendary. spectacular. Go online. Yeah, find oh, yeah. it on YouTube. It was so good. So, so good. It's, yeah, that's a good way to spend three and a half minutes of your time. Just so badass. I loved it. So good. Mm-hmm. So, San Remo. San Remo, baby. Can't wait. <sighs> the saniest of Remos. I love it. Oh, excited. All right. This is kind of just sort of a news show, but we kind of wanted to mostly, quote unquote, focus on sort of a tale of two finals. Oh, very. We had two two national finals over this past weekend uh, as of the time of recording that... There are two very, very different points in their Eurovision stories. Is the thing we we had Luxembourg, who just haven't been here in 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 decades and are trying to make a big splash coming back, and then we have Ireland, who's been doing what Ireland does for the last decade, uh, which is also required making a big splash, uh, hopefully. And and we just kind of wanted to compare the two and 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 see because that these are two just very very different countries with very i think different approaches in terms of what they ended up selecting in terms mm-hmm. of how they ran their shows and and let's let's start with luxembourg i think because it happened second uh <laughs> great the, between these two things uh and also luxembourg, because i think it's like the most anticipated national final of all of them just because these are our returning guys yeah we had a, no idea really way, what to expect i mean yeah and full disclosure, I was not able to watch the show. I was I was indisposed. I was out with family for for the weekend, so I was, was not able to birthday, watch this. Birthday, everyone! It was. It was. It, it was happens. Sam's birthday. Eh, not a big deal. It happens every year. It's also uh, Liz's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Aquarius. Anyway, so from what I was seeing from people's reactions on social media, it was a very well run show. Like it, it, it seemed to go off without a hitch. It looked fantastic. The audio quality was pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Um, From from the clips that I've seen, this looks like the kind of national final that a country has been running for 15 years. It it, it looked very well produced, very well staged. It looked like they, like I said, like they've just been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're ready for the big show. Yeah. 
They could have taken a lot of elements and just transported them to Momo and they'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll get yeah, to that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's six dancers on that stage. I counted six. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it also seemed, from what I can tell, to be a real celebration of Eurovision and really, really making it a big deal that we're back. Yeah. I mean, they mm -hmm. had a whole bunch of, of Eurovision champions, particularly those who represented Luxembourg, um, on, on hand. I mean, from what I was seeing here, it was Vicky yeah. Leandros. Who's, who's Mrs. Poupé de Sir Poupé de Son? Who is that? Well, Franz Gall, who, who passed away. Yeah, um, yeah she's dead. She wasn't yeah. there. But <laughs> No, but we had a performance of the song, you know? It, it was really sort of like a let's go back to Eurovision, really celebrating Luxembourg, what they did and what they could do. It was yeah. very aspirational sort of show. Yeah, I mean, Vicky Leandros and Anne-Marie David who won in 72 and 73 performed. Um, Katrina from Katrina and the Ways was there. Charlotte Pirelli was there. Ruslana and Alexander Rybak. Um, it just, it was a, they, they got a whole bunch of It was of a party. It was a, it was a coming back party, basically. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it kind of was an interesting look behind the curtain at what their psychology was going into this. Cause I did not think they were as excited about this whole prospect initially and to see them put this on especially if we're going to talk about ireland like this is a country that almost seems like they weren't allowed to come back and they finally got permission <laughs> like they've just been itching to do it that's for dumb years. rumor of the week material i'm not i'm not <laughs> suggesting there was any big uh, europe was keeping the man but, down but no it, it literally looks like they've just been wanting to do this for years and they finally got the chance and they're just going to go all out on it and we're not talking about the songs just yet but that <laughs> that theory flies in the face of what music they served up ouch yes i'm gonna be that person i don't know i i, I uh, well okay let's start at the top i guess uh the notes we wrote were some lady one with a song uh which is true it was tali with mm -hmm. the song fighter mm -hmm. which it should be noted the song itself actually has a pretty solid songwriting pedigree one of the songwriters is dario faini better known as dardust who was behind Soldi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's he's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Most of the time. So it's like that, huh? Yeah, it's going to be like that. All right. All right. I, I will say I, I did not give this song the time of day when I first heard it. And, and that is true for a lot of the, the field of this. But there were a number of songs, and this was one of them, that I really thought were elevated by being performed live. And, and uh, I can see how Fighter edged out what seemed to be the favorite which was drowning in the rain by a, a singer named crick which was a, a a big big ballad and really well performed as well when i saw that it lost i thought oh did she blow it like which was the were the vocals really bad no they were great but there was uh, there was there was something about fighter that i think they stuck with people i think that it did a decent job of having both dancing and singing sometimes at the same time which is a thing we we talked about with fuego that we don't always get and it uh it actually does a pretty good job of of combining those those elements uh well, i think to her credit too she didn't do a lot of movement it, she kind of let it to let it left it to the dancers to do the movement while she focused on the singing and i think i, I watched the live performance of hers she sounded amazing yep like I, I did not going into this like listening to the studio versions i was like oh none of these are going anywhere and but then actually seeing it live i'm like okay i can kind of see where there's a path here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i mean to be fair to to luxembourg they put on this big show they didn't know necessarily when when they started planning this whole thing whether they were going to have uh you know this year's vidbeard level field or not 
like you, you don't know the strength of, of your, what your field is going to be necessarily. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think it was, I don't know that there was anything just offensively bad or anything like that in this, it just, but like, uh, like the floor was mid-level, the ceiling is not super high, but I thought there was some all right stuff in here. Yeah, there was certainly nothing offensive. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just solid vanilla. But I mean, sometimes those vanilla ice creams are, you know, really popular. Um, mm -hmm. But like, I mean, again, when I first heard these songs, like you mentioned, they were in studio and they hadn't been elevated. You know, you had no idea how things are going to be when, when performed live and in front of an audience and all of that. So, you know, it's it came together to a really competent show. And hopefully that will also carry forward into you know luxembourg's national final in 2025 hopefully they'll have one that you know more artists will say hey i can do this or like hey that's a stage i want to be on yeah because it's nice yeah i, I mean the number of people who are yeah the number of people who i saw on socials saying i now want to go to luxembourg not just for to Lunch. visit luxembourg but like this is a national Lunch. final that i want to put on my calendar i think um the biggest takeaway from this is i think if they do well enough if they garner enough attention they won't have to outsource a lot of their songwriting credits to different countries and i think i saw a lot of scandinavian names on their songwriting credits going into it but yeah i know but it just kind of felt a little somebody jokingly referred to it as it's just a bunch of melfest rejects mm. listening to the studio versions and i lyrically i'm like i can see where they're coming from with this they're not very inspired lyrically i think the uh the one that won fighter there's uh, a good there is, message there's there. a good message to it there is an interesting narrative to it it's not as strong as soldi i'll admit Mm. But I think I think she really. sells it enough, though. I'm not sure why they're dressed in BDSM gear for a song about, hey, you're not a child anymore. I they're also appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that they went for a song that was not in English. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, mostly, it's you know, the, the, chorus, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chorus is in English, but the actual meat of the song, like the, the, the verses are, are in French, which I do appreciate. And I think when we a couple months ago kind of tossed around what we thought Luxembourg would send. I don't I, th I don't think that we predicted that they would be sending an upbeat dance pop number, but I think we may have mentioned that we thought that they were going to be doing something in French. So I'm happy that we got that partially right at least. That's right. We did Viewers, it. Kind of. Listeners, check the receipts. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It was also just looking at the list of the jury members on here. Like who yeah. who on there was, you know, having a hand in doing this. Um this, am I remembering this correctly? Is that like Scissor Samson was there? Like, what? Uh, no, Scissor no? Samson was, he had done some, he'd worked with the Czech, the oh, Czech yeah, we final. Saw him and that, yeah. he, there was one other final that I thought that he had done some sort of work with. I think it may have, it, it may have had something to do with like the audition stage that he was involved with here. Ah, hmm. yeah. you said Senek? Yeah, Senek. Uh, it's only a matter Senec of time. Yeah. But yeah, she was a spokesperson for the Belgian, uh, the Belgian vote. Uh, the German jury involved uh, Chris Harms. From uh, Lord of the Lost, Man. Tinkara Kovac Whoa. was the was the uh, spokesperson from Slovenia. Uh, Sweden's uh, list included um, Nana Gronval, who's a legend in in Swedish music. Oscar Zia, who's also well known. Uh, but yeah, it was just a nice, well rounded group of jurors there, and a lot of familiar names, which is great. Yeah, say what you will about the results, and and we will when we get to our preview shows in, mm -hmm. in just a couple months. But this was, uh, if every country's national final looked this slick and and seemed this thorough, like go for it, I'd be very happy. Yeah, definitely a show to be proud of. Yeah, mm -hmm. unlike no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, don't you don't you come for it? Like, uh, no. are we moving over to Ireland now? 
Let's move over to Ireland. I, I have plenty of criticisms for the show itself. I will you say do? That. Okay. Listen. Well, I, I, okay. You you watched the you guys watched the the uh, the I'll be kind and say the version that they uh, uh, staged last year. How was that? You know, set set the stage for what for what had been. Well, let's see. It just it we're, so we're talking about twenty twenty three. Mm -hmm. here I really, what i remember about thing, it you know on their on their late program is it mm -hmm. the late late show that's that's yeah. what that's called it's the late late yeah. show yeah mm -hmm. what, what i remember about it was just reeking of of i don't want to say unprofessionalism but but just it felt kind of low budget i feel like the stage in a small studio like that is just not conducive to a national final the the audio is just bad and mm -hmm. it it reflects poorly on everyone and honestly that part of it kind of carried over to this year yeah it didn't uh, really change yeah it, it's i mean i think it was i think it was a little bit better because i think some of the music was itself was a bit better and sort of their their presentation of the songs and stuff i think was it felt a little bit less low budget you, you had more props you had more uh screens in the back and, and and things like that but audio quality was still iffy uh it was still pretty flat yeah uh, there there is a thing that that I noticed and I know we know a few folks who were there and I asked about this and they didn't seem to think so but I'm going to I'm going to harp on it anyway that that we had two artists whose songs were in at least in studio a bit reliant on screamed vocals yeah and there was very very little of that in the live performances themselves, particularly mm -hmm. uh, Elsha's Go Tobin, which I have spent the last two weeks evangelizing for, uh, which ended up finishing second. Cool. Good on you. Mm -hmm. uh, and but one of the best parts about that is that the scream Go Tobin going right into the, the instrumental of the chorus. Uh, it, there was no screaming in 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 the live the live thing and I, I i can't help but wonder but because of hers and because of bambi's performance sort of the same thing not a, not a ton of screaming that there was maybe something about the the crappy sound system that made that an issue that a concern about blowing something out or or, or, or something like that i don't sure. know but it, it really i think both of those songs really suffered from that uh go tobin especially uh from from the lack of that uh and we we can staging was uh yeah we could the was staging interesting is, there is, too but the staging is what i kind of have to take the most umbrage with i i actually thought that this was more than just a uh slight improvement i thought i thought in comparison to what you guys were describing last year i thought that this was perfectly acceptable at least in terms of the presentation it really seemed like there was a genuine effort to be like yeah yeah this is on the late show but also it, it's important it, it really felt like they did a good job of at least establishing the importance of this instead of it just being like and guess what we got on the late show this week um but it, it seemed weird that the stage was sort of set up so that no one was directly in front of it it was like the audience was completely to the side, almost having to like look over their shoulders at 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 where each act was performing. It felt so strange to see uh, as as electric a performance as Bambi Thug was able to muster. It was so weird to see them like performing for people who weren't directly in front of them. It seemed very odd. Like that's that's not how it actually is. I mean, I, like, I, I think are, are we are we restraining our vocals because we just don't feel the energy? I think in a studio of that size, 
I think camera work is potentially an issue if you put mm-hmm. people directly in front of the stage like that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing that was a, a consideration. When, when I mentioned staging, I was I was specifically talking oh, about the about staging what of, was on the stage. Yeah, the, of, well, and of Go Tobin in particular, sort of, oh, because sure. it 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 was giving uh, it it seemed to get one uh, uh, big. Uh, response to the to the presentation in terms of what it reminded people of and that's daz samson which Mm. um yeah it's uh, i actually kind of like the presentation i thought it made sense for the song and the story the song was was telling but it's one of those things where like you don't want to remind people of a of daz (laughs) samson teenage life and you did but but I still love the song. It was still really, really fun. I know that that Elsha was able to incorporate like her her friends in in the performance. Her brother was on stage uh, as as well, and it, he helped uh, contribute to the song Neat. itself uh, as well as stuff. So like it was it was cool. It's just that uh, the the staging choice. I I I I enjoyed it. I expect they will stand by it. This, that there's that one connotation that I think is is really tricky. Uh, but at I the know, end of yeah. the day, at the end of the day, they were not going to be denied. Bambi Thug, Doomsday yeah. Blue, mm-hmm. actually, they actually did it. Yeah, they, they did. I was going to say, and not, uh, I would say by a by a mile too. It was Whoa. it was a convincing win. Yeah, they they won yeah. the public televote. They won the national vote, and then came in third place, so eight points with the international jury vote. I'll, yeah. I'll note. I'll note. The so three separate votes revealed during the thing here. Basically, two separate juries. There was the international jury, and then the Irish jury, and then the televote. International jury went first. They put the boy band first. I know and, the boy band. And, Twelve and points. Was, Can you vote? Was what like, are they? <laughs> it was like. Oh my God! Here we go again. And and credit to some of the folks, like the 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 judges. I sometimes I hate when these shows have like the judges do the instant reactions because I swear it seems like they're always just like, oh that was great, and then another person goes and they say, how how was that? And they go, oh that was great. And then they they just like they're not they're not being super critical. They're like the comments just feel very plain and samey across all yeah. of the different songs that are performed. But that also wasn't the case with mm-hmm. with Ireland. There there were some pointed things at a number of different. There was some there were some negative comments on certain performances, including including the boy band for say and, and they were basically saying, maybe not quite in these words, we can't send another one of these. <laughs> and and I think they said so with uh, I, the Irish vote placed them last. And I have yes. to say, yeah, I have was, to say oh, that was a two points, two points from Ireland mm-hmm. to 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 next in line. We were very happy to see that. Yeah, and and it said like it, these these are really talented kids. You know, I think they're going to yeah, have a sure, good career. But, but they said you these these kids don't need this. They don't need to go to Eurovision. They're going to be fine. We basically saying, okay, sure, we don't need to send this. We need to be taking a greater. It was risk. kind of a just a nice splash of cold water on the face for like Ireland to just go no. <laughs> Shake it up. We're, we're, we're okay. So who's who's who else is up there? Ailsha, Bambi, Thug. Let's do one of let's do one of those. We're not sending next in line. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love it. I will say though that the Irish people cannot be trusted. Uh, next, <laughs> next, next, next in line got ten from the televote. They did give twelve to Bambi. Thug, they're they're dreamy Bambi and all of that. Thug, it's next in line. Can you believe it? Ah. Oh. Brady cannot be trusted. That's that's one thing that we (laughs) have to remember. (laughs) So Bambi Thug, 
uh, where do we even start? I, I, there, uh, uh, where do we even start? I think, uh, uh, non-binary goth pop artist that, that, that I, 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 like like art pop, like the, the melding of hard emo with, um, that very artsy, uh, to, how to describe the way that you guys love saying ah two songs for the price of one but it does a very it, it's a strange thing where it goes from that hard emo feel into an almost like laid back jazz pop chorus mm. there I, so I watched strange uh, i i don't remember who this was so cr- credit to wh- whoever whoever pointed this out and i i hadn't noticed this but when he pointed it out i i it just sort of sort of clicked those lower points with mm-hmm. like mostly bass groove to it mm-hmm. is quite a bit like like a Billie Eilish. Oh, that's a I I, I, can, the, I can feel the, that. The, yeah, little the, less the minim- industrial Billie yeah, Eilish. The the yeah the little minim sort of minimalist groove to it the way that a lot of Billie Eilish songs do. And I, again, I I never I don't think I ever would have made that connection just because of the otherworldliness of the whole thing. But I think that that's I think that there's some truth to that. And then and then when it's not doing that, it's turning into uh death horrifying craziness. I oh wow. I can't it's, wait. I can't wait. It, giant yeah. giant arena like I think we're 100% public public vote. We yeah, need to remember nice. this is this is going nice. up with a 100% vote and we always say this the inoffensive your is everybody's 11th favorite song isn't getting any points the songs mm-hmm. that inflame a passion whether it's i love this or i hate this that is what people remember mm-hmm. and there's going to be know, a, if, a lot of both if, Oh, this, yeah. this might be an unflattering comparison, but if if Blind Channel woke up a lot of those people who like a much harder edge, then this is going to wake up a lot of people in whatever semi Ireland is in. This is way more in line with something like Hatari, I think. It, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a, a lot, lot more, more sort of yeah, a little bit more confrontational in terms of like the style. And mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of people who look at this and think, "I want nothing to do with this," and other people are like, "Wow, this is interesting." Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm seeing a bit more. I mean, I, I don't want to compare a song directly, but a bit more of a parallel with almost cha cha cha, where there is this sort of hard, you know, really hard edge, and then it balances out into a melody that you can kind of follow along and kind of groove mm-hmm. along with. You know, it, whether it's it's obviously an incredibly different song, but just that sort of study in contrasts in and coming from Ireland. It's like I the know. Pixies. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. So a quick the, question. The, just yeah. really quick. Let's say this isn't as successful. Let's say it doesn't qualify, but it does like eleventh or twelfth. Yeah. Last year, we had this whole conversation about how Ireland needs to completely go in a different direction. Mm. And they sort of did. What if this doesn't work? Do they take the lesson and say, okay, well, let's let's keep experimenting and see what works? Or do we go back to next in line and see what they're up to? I want to see I want to see fan reaction because this is still relatively fresh. But like Mm. you can you can sputter out at Eurovision, but you can still have your your very loud and enthusiastic proponents. And I think that this is going to have so much love behind it. Yeah. I, I think it is too, but I, I I do worry a little bit that if if it just doesn't maybe it just ends up in a semifinal that is just redonkulous and it just has a hard time a hard time getting votes. I hope that's not the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the streak is over for the NQ streak is over for Ireland. But if it's not, I definitely worry about them taking completely learning the wrong lessons from this. It, it, but. 
Who knows? Okay, uh, but but maybe maybe that just maybe that just means okay, we went in a different direction. Now we need to go in a third direction that, that that's <laughs> different from from Wild Youth and Bambi Thug, hopefully. Uh, and obviously that means sending a song in Irish. Please. There you go. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, just yeah, completely, you know, shrug their shoulders and say, "Hey, TG4, you want in?" The 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 one thing that that has has kind of stuck in my mind that bugs me just the littlest bit about this song mm-hmm. is and I don't know that I've seen anyone else point this out, which is a little surprising to me, is a very openly queer and non-binary performer opening the song with a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I wish that, that would change. I wish that would change. I and I mean it's I, I think I think they said something along the lines of they 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 grew up with the books and they and you know it it meant a lot to them growing up that, that there were there were these books about spells and 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 this and that so i i understand that 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 you can it's not impossible to have an appreciation for for these sorts of things and 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 do your best to disconnect it from the creator and and that sort of thing nevertheless it is still a little surprising to me. That's yeah. I never made that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's it's their way of saying. I was like, how much can I steal? How much can I steal from her? We're taking it back. <laughs> We're taking Avada Kedavra back. Uh, <laughs> what's what's some uh, of the most recognizable but uncopyrighted things from her books? <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder what Rowling. Actually, no, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> It's Ireland. She doesn't think about it. Uh, fair enough. I, to be fair, I think as far as this goes, regardless of how this does, this is exactly what Ireland should be doing. It so should. should. You're exactly right. Take a massive swing and see what happens. Can and... you imagine? Yeah. Not not every home run swing connects, can, and that's fine. Can you imagine yeah. what would have happened if next in line had won? I yes, would, I, I would just written off in ireland forever i i can oh imagine gosh. because it's how it's about how i felt last year i think yeah right. yeah this is as far from we are one as you could possibly get and we yeah. Like it. yeah yeah all right is there anything left to say about uh about this this final these were two nice ones to look at if yeah. only yeah the next year we need ireland to put as much effort into their national final as luxembourg did and we need Luxembourg to take some wild swings like Ireland did. I, I understand there there are already rumors and and discussions of a standalone national final in Ireland in 2025. Uh, it, nothing nothing confirmed, obviously, but there's there there are rumblings of that. And I I I would like to think that there are at least some folks at RTE that can recognize this doesn't look great when we do it this way. Yeah, like just tacking it onto an existing show that nobody. I, I'm sure people watch it, but you know what I mean? Like, is 90% people who are never going to tune in otherwise. So like, just don't, don't do that. Do, do something cooler than that. As long, as long as whatever happens next year, they send the audience home with hampers full of groceries because yes. that is now, that is now the tradition that I am holding holding close to my heart. Supposedly the hamper this year was incredible. <laughs> All sorts That's of things. Oh, uh, did you see the photo? Uh, Bambi got to meet Staggy. <gasps> oh, Staggy. Who's Staggy? Who is Staggy? Who's Staggy? Who is Staggy? Oh, Who's Staggy you... Ristamouse. Well, oh my God. This is like on that. This is for episode. When ben is... is like, who is Lil Sebastian? And then everyone is just, what is going on? Who, who, is, who, is, who is Staggy? We'll save this for episode 200, I think. We will, okay. we will introduce you to Special Staggy Special guest, Staggy Ristamouse. Staggy. 
okay all yes, right yes. well th th that's th that is about it so yeah <laughs> until staggy comes in i think we're good yeah well again you listening at home let us know what you think about you know these two national finals the things that are upcoming you know what are you looking forward to we are looking forward to episode 200 next time which is crazy to me but whoa holy crap we've done it we're doing this uh let us know what your questions are about us about eurovision about I, I, our favorite cheese i don't know um and, and for the record it's smoke gouda anyway reach out to yeah. us on any of the I, I actually, <laughs> smoke gouda no, is no, canceled no. it's burrata it's burrata oh okay i can all right I can vibe anyway but yes reach out to us on any of the standard or non-standard social medias one two points usa email us directly 12 points from america at gmail.com uh we will get to as many of these questions as we possibly can next week <sighs> Until then, everybody, I've been Samantha. Uh, I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop. Stop. I was screaming. Oh. <laughs>